Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Car fire! Woo-hoo! Hi. How are you? What happened, Ross? Oh, just a wonderful morning. Was it an overheat? You thought it was a car fire? Are you one of those guys? Uh, No, here's actually what it was. I can tell you what it was. At first, I thought maybe something was going wrong with the alternator, or I was just having an electrical short because pretty much every light indicator was going off, and then it started beeping and making noises at me within probably a mile, mile and a half of the station on 280. And then, just about the time I figured out what was likely the culprit, I saw some smoke start to come from the engine. And then I just guided into the work parking lot, popped the hood, and wouldn't you know it, the radiator hose completely separated. So I got... So I was right. Yeah, I got got radiator fluid all (laughs) over the engine. So you're one of those guys that when your car is overheating, you think it's on fire. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I knew it wasn't on fire, (laughs) but it's just that's... Kind of what you think is happening. What was sending all the error codes that was making all your lights flash? I have, I have no, literally no idea. So now I'm worried that I fried the engine, everything's wrong, I need a new car. You know, it's one of those things. What, what is that car, by the way? What is it? It's a 2013 cheap Dodge. Is this car talk? This is car talk, yeah. Car talk. Should we welcome people to the show before we get back to car talk? Uh, no, let's not. Uh, I bring that up. <laughs> I'm going to need a new car at some point, so if the powers that be are listening when we get to the negotiating table, you've been forewarned. I, yeah, I'm bringing this up um, only to um, remind Dawn, isn't it nice that you're driving a nice vehicle now? Remember when this yeah. was you? This kind of nonsense, just random, inexplicable breakdowns? Oh, yeah. I mean, did I tell you about... <laughs> yeah, you know about my mirror. <laughs> okay okay yeah and and uh, uh, when i we backed d- into the pole at the wait wait we, you did this on jason's show you didn't do it on the crabby show oh what let's let's go through this let's sure. I, I, this wasn't my intention but it's kind of a, a good story sure. okay. yeah enough about me being frustrated and on edge and panicky this morning let's just go back to smiley dawn oh my gosh <laughs> never mind so if I remember right, it was a Monday morning, and you were in a hurry, right? Um, Wasn't it a Monday? It was Monday morning, yep. This Monday morning. This last one that just happened two days ago. Right? No. It was the it was last during, one? It was during the fair. Oh, God. You mean I've had blue tape on my mirror for a week? <laughs> oh, no. Yes. A week and two days? Yes. Oh. If I remember right, it was a Monday That's morning. That's true. You backed over something, uh, a cart that was left leaning in the back of your car. Um, yes, I let my uh, somebody in my household borrow my dolly, okay, my hand cart, sure, which is always up against the side of the garage because we park two cars in our garage like you should. We don't have a bunch of S in there. Everything fits perfectly. All right. Okay. So okay. Um, <laughs> I have a like a SUV type of a vehicle and. MC has a truck, so we have to make sure, like, I have to angle it in so that if they get into his car, they won't hit my door. Yeah. So when I backed out, I didn't expect to run over my dolly that was sitting behind my tires. Right. Okay. So then I'm cussing and I go get the hand cart and I put it where it should be. And then I'm just mad. And that's all I'm thinking about. So I don't angle out like I should the car. So I... Then hear this crunch, and I know what it is. It's the third time I've ripped my my mirror off. Not here, but just in my life. Okay? Didn't we just give a mirror away at the state fair? Couldn't you no, use that, that one? No, that was a tail light. Oh, that was a tail light. Okay. <laughs> and so and anyway, I'm getting to that in a second. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. they. Uh, so I, you know, it's like okay, the clock is ticking now. I like to be at work so that I can get everything done. So it made me late. I just grabbed the only thing we had was white masking tape and blue tape so i taped it on blue because i have a dark colored car now that day after work i went and got some black electrical tape yeah at the dollar store 
So yeah. I'm sure it's quality. Yeah. Did, have I done it yet? Have I put it back on? No. Good stuff. That, that car. It's just a lot of things that I don't need to happen right now. And I totally think that I would think my car was on fire if its smoke was coming out. Oh, and, and it not was, steam, it, by it the was, way. It was starting to smell as I glided into Lotsy yeah. uh, this morning. I mean, you have to err on the whatever of caution. What's no. that phrase? Stupid. Err on the stupid air side. on the side of caution. Side, side, side of, of caution. caution. And think, well, I mean, should I just keep driving while my car's on fire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, That's the first terrible. thing you do when you, you think your car's on fire is you start taking inventory of the things inside your car <laughs> that you need to save. Yeah. So you get those windows cranked down, and as you're rolling to a stop, you start throwing crap out. That's <clears> the stuff you want to keep. Okay. Um, and then worry about actually what it is um, after you get pulled over and all your stuff is out. Okay. But you would you would know if your car was on fire because you'd smell burning plastic. Okay. Instead of just overheating, you yeah. Know, well, overheating and, coolant. And, and when I say fire, I know they're not interchangeable, but I I knew it was something. Once I started to figure out what was happening, I knew it was an overheating issue. How many miles on this piece of crap? Oh, uh, we just crossed one hundred and forty thousand. Yeah, it's it's about Oof. time, Ross. It, it's yeah. it's time for you to grow up and act like an, an no. Adult. Okay, so being fully honest here, it is about time. The car's nine years old, but you know the finances don't necessarily dictate that I can make that decision at Amen. the moment. So it's America. Go buy a car. <laughs> yeah, it's America. Yeah. Put it on a credit card. Oh, That's yeah. right. I'm nineteen percent interest. Let's go. What's wrong with you? Come on. Sadly, Are you anti-American? Sadly, because of years of not necessarily now. I want to be clear about that, but because of about a decade of making no money in this industry, I am. Uh, full disclosure: I feel very behind as to where somebody my age would be, and Preach! then, and then you, stuff like this are. happens this morning, and you, you just feel even yeah you're, more you're, frustrated. Oh, and you're you're, about you're it. just a, a child, Ross. Let's face it. <laughs> uh, dear Kenny, unfortunately, I was unable to make the live recording of the Krabby Show. I was even more upset when I heard. I missed out on winning awesome prizes. <laughs> I've been running my 2007 Pontiac Vibe, and I just hit 160,000 miles. No way. However, my front right fender got bent when I blew a tire last year. If Dawn has any other spare Pontiac parts, I will buy them at a deeply discounted rate. Oh, you're I, welcome, and uh, keep using Seafoam. I really thought that person was going to say that they could use that rear tail light. I that know. Was Too bad it wasn't the front. Oh. That guy actually carried that thing around the state fair. His the wife was the mad. She was like, great. Yeah. I, I mean, wouldn't be so mad, though. They're going to make money off of that uh, thing. Yeah. I mean, because 12 years ago, I bought it for 88 bucks, and I'm sure there are a few and far between to find brand new unopened. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, I hope that guy enjoyed it. I just want stuff out of my storage unit so I can find stuff. The woman who won the, what was it, the bra carrier or whatever that thing was? (laughs) That that was the highlight of my 2022 state fair. I mean, without a doubt. She was mildly happy to win it, and she was excited to tell us that she was going to give it to her daughter. And she was just going by on a walker. How how did you end up owning that, Dawn? (laughs) It was a gift. It was. Yeah. Because I went back and listened. I've only re-listened to two Krabby shows. It was that one and uh, the Nick with no nipples. I, oh, I, God. I listened okay. to that sure. one. Yeah. And uh, I didn't hear it when you said it at the time, but you slyly fit in there as you were giving it away at one point. It's too small to fit my bras. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, no. That, no what do you have, like a five-gallon <laughs> pail or something? <laughs> I don't have to. I don't use a carrier. For the record, the last few years has not been all that kind to me, so that it was also probably too small for my bras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I just thought it was so funny that here this older woman is walking by. She's not even there to listen. She's just walking by the sidewalk, and she goes, right. Christina Aguilera! 
Right. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> right, with her then 10-year-old daughter. It was like a bird had passed in front daughter. of us. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And we made her stop and go back go, to the microphone. We go, hold on a second. Hold and on. then we're like, don't leave, you're winning a prize. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. The the crowd that gathered. I know. Uh, no when joke. we started yeah. giving stuff away, it was like quadrupled. <laughs> the crowd yeah. that gathered as you're yeah. just giving away literal random crap. Yeah. That is what makes the state fair fun. And somebody <laughs> like me who has a very strong love-hate relationship with the Minnesota State Fair, yeah. that was a hilarious <laughs> half an hour. That was oh, awesome. Good. How'd it go getting all that crap through security, Don? Oh, my gosh. It was so easy. Good thing oh, you brought really? that through before somebody got shot. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> did, um, they, did they open it up? No. That really? sealed box that was from, like, because I had never opened it. I knew what it was. It came the in the mail, light. and then I had, you know, wrecked my car. So right. it, it wasn't even opened. I wow. didn't even check it. That's why I opened it there past security. The Tuesday Reavers morning. was holding it, too, which is more suspect. The Tuesday morning of the state fair, I walked through security, got my ticket scanned, walked through. I was smart enough to leave my backpack back at work, but I walked through with a sealed box of 1,000 plastic garage logic bags. Yeah. Okay? At no time did anybody bat an eye, ask um, to see it, ask to open it. You you and Reavers have been saying kind of the same thing, and I, I wish you two would stop because... For a guy that gets thirsty uh, right before he goes on, um, yeah. you sometimes have to sneak stuff in and mm-hmm. kind of counting on the uh, disinterested yeah. uh, security people at the <laughs> gate there to uh, leave us alone. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Well, I'm they're sorry, like 13. Rasa. I'll tell you what changes it, though. When you <laughs> yeah, go, when you least. when you head into security the day after somebody was shot on the grounds, then they care again. Oh, they do. Yeah, then they yeah, care the, again. The line on Sunday was so long. Sunday? I went Sunday. I what the hell? I, I did what? Yeah, I did I too. Me and the kid and my wife wanted to go see Jayhawks. And so we, oh, that had to suck. Thanks for saving me great. a seat, well, by the way, I mean, John. There was other things that sucked about it. But, but speaking of concerts, 50 and 60-year-olds getting hammered and acting like they're 18 <laughs> has to stop. Oh, no, stop. I think it should continue. Oh, God, it's just annoying as hell. Is it? Just, yeah. You're just bitter because you're not drinking with them these days. No, no, I never acted like an ass like these people do. Well, you know what? You bring up a good point that uh, I've been thinking about a long time. At what point in age are you no longer allowed to act the fool in public, the drunken jackass in public? Well, according to the Jayhawks concert, about 90, apparently, is the age that you can stop acting the fool. Oh, it was ridiculous, yeah. Really old people? 50, 60, 65, yeah, easily. Those people were that age and acting like idiots. I think that's just the state fair in general, John. I don't think that that's exclusive. Oh, and you weren't saying it's exclusive to concerts, though, were you? You're just saying. Well, I, I was actually. Oh, okay. yeah, I was. <laughs> I think that's the yes. state fair in general. You're at the state fair past six, seven o'clock. Almost everybody's a female. Yeah, and and it's warm out, and you drink a couple IPAs, and you're sixty years old. And that's it. You're <laughs> you're done. Your face. What did you see them yeah. do? Anything in particular you'd like well, to share? There, I was sitting on an end seat because I got a little claustrophobia, so I always get the end seat. Uh huh. And there are people walking by, falling on me, oh. with beers in their hands, stepping on my feet. One woman literally ended up in my lap. Because she couldn't walk straight. Hello. And she and she was a good fifty at least. Did you uh, did she come away pregnant? <laughs> no, I I actually pushed her. I gave her a little shove. Probably oh. shouldn't have, but okay. Yeah. You, know, well, you got to get somebody off of you if they fallen oh, on God. you. It's yeah, you shove them. It was them. just ridiculous. Yeah. Did you see any uh, love making behind the porta potty or anything Ew. like that? No, I, I didn't see anything Sick. like that going on. I didn't leave my seat during the concert. I just sat there. So uh, uh, were uh, any of these gals <laughs> in their seventies uh, tossing their uh, their underbriefs up on stage? No, none of that. There was, there was some. There was some. Uh, now this was kind of weird. That's why you called they, them underbriefs. Yeah, you know the, the you know the Grateful Dead thing. This oh thing, yeah, you know, the, the yeah. gals in front. Oh There's yeah. There's about half a dozen of those doing that to uh-huh. the Jayhawks. And the hippie dance. No, 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 I don't get to do the hippie dance to the Jayhawks. Oh, I looked at my no. wife and I said, "What the hell's going on there? Why are <laughs> they doing so this?" So stupid. <laughs> John, like, oh. John, how early did you get there to nab your seat? Oh, we were there. Uh, co- we watched 
Deke Dickerson, who's a fine guitar player and singer, was on before them at five. So I went and watched him, and then we just, you know, one of us at least sat okay. there. Okay. Deke the is a great name. Deke. I got there with my buddy at 6.50, 40 minutes before they started. Not yeah. a seat. We stood in the back. Yeah. 40 we, minutes? Well, 40 minutes before the Jayhawks started in. There, there Why may wouldn't have been you a... just walk in after they're two songs in like normal people do? Yeah, well, maybe he I wants should have to done get that. a good there, seat. No I got yeah. I got to take there's this who's... phone call. This is this is the this is the mechanic calling me. What? So you guys do your show. What? So what? Don oh. Don, have you ever seen the dead live? Uh the Grateful Dead? Yeah. No, I did not get a chance to see them. John, you? No. No. I've read I, a lot about them though and and listened to some pretty cool podcasts about them. I decided to go when they were at I don't know, Met Center in the 90s sometime. Uh, and, and I was kind of, you know, I wasn't a big deadhead, but I knew some songs and I had some sure, board yeah. tapes and crowd tapes and all that. <laughs> and uh, I, I got in there and it, it was so off-putting um, that during the, the super, you know, they had two drummers because, you know, that's what every band needs is two drummers. Um, during the super long drum solo set, I walked out and never returned got rid of all my Grateful Dead material and all my tie-dyes and just put that whole thing behind me. It was so off-putting. These people cannot handle their drugs. If you can't handle drugs, it means you're a deadhead. That's all. It was just so off-putting. Yeah. I just don't like jam bands. Yeah. Is that and wrong? I, I, love, no. I love jam bands. I just don't like sloppy ones. And they N- tended to, on occasion, be very sloppy. Name, name a jam band that isn't sloppy. They're all sloppy. Oh, the original Allman Brothers were not sloppy. I'm sorry. Okay. You call listen them live jam. at the Fillmore. Are they a 70... jam band? Well, if you're yes. playing 28-minute songs, 28-minute yeah. songs with in the middle parts that are intended just to be jams, yeah, they're a jam band. Mm-hmm. Definitely but they were never they were never sloppy. Ever. But Even by the jam, later Allman Brothers. By were. jam, do you mean that deal where one song per it concert? Never ends. Yeah, everybody's got to have a solo. You mean that? That's the most irritating thing about live music. That yeah, I agree, and I know that I sound really lame. But... I don't need a no. We don't need a bass solo. I don't need a drum solo. <laughs> uh, I, I, rhythm guitar. They're just guitar. riffing. They're just what are you riffing do? Like Play they're chords? in the studio, just yeah. trying stuff yeah. out. And I'm yeah. like, I paid That's for this. Exactly. Well, I, funny you should say that, Don, because some of the Allman Brothers' later songs came from jams that were formed. Mm. On live at the Fillmore, right? And so they're you, when trying you listen it out. to that, you yeah. can hear it. And well, that's lazy. That's lazy. This is what that <laughs> yeah, is. That's, that's just, a great. That's, just, that's a great show, though. I've I've listened to that many times live yeah, at the they, Fillmore. Yeah, they were not sloppy. They were. Uh, they they knew what they were doing. It yeah. helps if, you have, if you're a jam band and you have great musicians. It's great, but if you have guys who, on occasion, you know. <laughs> lose their concentration then you're pretty much screwed i just listened to that live album and two of those songs and they're i don't know 10 20 minutes a piece they sound like the same song i'm sorry the words are different but the, the music's the same <laughs> it, it all sounds the same john that's what i'm saying you just well, said, I, yeah. dis- I disagree kenny do you think that about jazz guys too because you know uh, essentially talking this we're turning this into a music podcast some of it <laughs> does some of the jazz does yeah I actually yeah, like okay. jazz, um, jamming, jazzing. What's it called? We should <laughs> well, all. I, and I think I the Allman Brothers that. were the the closest rock band you'll ever hear to a jazz band. Yeah. Ever. We should That's all take a, a, a crabby coffee tour over to my uh, old stomping grounds. And Where we is take, that? We can take a tour of the jazz station. 88.5. Oh, sure. 88.5. Jazz and traffic. Oh. Uh, what's the name of that three-song Coltrane album? Uh, Live at the Village Vanguard. Uh-huh. Um, I think the second song in there is like a 20-minute deal where he's just jamming the whole time. Sure. And it's really, really cool. And the guy that recorded that, if I remember right, was just down in front with a mono mic and just yep. kind of followed Coltrane back and forth on the stage as, you know, he was kind of ambling yep. about, just, you know, jamming away. Yeah. So I, I guess you caught me in a little bit of a, a juxtaposition there, John. I don't like well, jazz. Well, you have to, I think, again... You have to be a good soloist, and your all of your guys have to be if you want to be a good jam band or a good jazz band. Otherwise, you're going to be boring. Okay, that's uh, okay. that's my. I'll stop now. Have all you right. ever seen the Preservation Hall band in New Orleans? No, I've never heard seen of them on television, but oh I've never uh, 
never heard that. Not New, New Orleans live. jazz isn't jazz, Don. That, that's a whole different uh, well, it, it's noise. Jazz, yeah, but it's just it's a, a different noisy, kind of jazz. No, no, no. I think you would be, jazz. I mean, I that was probably some of the best live music I've ever seen. Yeah, like you trombone get, shorty, Kenny. He, he comes from that lineage, but he's a fabulous soloist. It's fabulous. like every person's solo, you're like, oh my God, now the trumpet player. I mean, they're all, to be in that band is like, you have to be top notch. It's so old. He Ross just it. came back. Ross just came back. He looks he went, so worried. How the hell did this turn into a music <laughs> podcast? I, took a I call don't even for, like that. I, I took a call for 90 seconds and I came back. I'm just we, trying to we fit gonna in with this music. Are we going to talk about any stories today? What are yeah. we going to do on this pod? Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing a pod. I'm doing a cast. Cast with the, the crappies. Cast. We're doing the cast. That makes me crappy. That was kind of rude, Dawn. I'm uh, sorry. But that's a nice segue into the first story I have. Uh, the rudest cities in America. Oh. Oh. Okay. This uh, organization surveyed over 1,500 residents of the 30th largest metropolitan areas in the U.S., asked them about the rudeness level of their city, including the prominence of certain typically rude behaviors. To help travelers determine what to expect when visiting, uh, respondents also answered questions about cultural differences abroad. The rudest cities include Philadelphia. That that can't be a surprise, right? No. Yeah. Memphis, Tennessee, which I found hmm. a bit shocking. Yeah. And New York City, which I believe won this in uh, like 2019 or 2018. Uh, what is rude behavior? The common, uh, most common rude behaviors in the U.S. People absorbed by their phones, refusing to let people merge into traffic, and being noisy in shared spaces. How do you like it when you're on a bus and somebody next to you uh, gets a call and um, talks in the <laughs> call with their speakerphone? Oh, gosh, that's annoying. Hate it. When you hear both sides of the conversation. Sometimes... It can be fun, though, if it's the right conversation. Oh, yeah. I, I took that's the, true. I do listen. Oh, me too. And that's where this is going. I took the train to Target Field like a month ago yeah. for a Twins game, and I heard a guy talking to his gal, and they were having the boundaries talk. And that was, oh, kind, really? of, that was, that was kind of fun to listen talk. to. You know, more, like more, going up to the boundary waters? No, no, no. It was basically... <laughs> It was literally, I mean, one of his quotes was, babe, if I go out with my friends, I don't need to tell you everything that happened the night before. Oh, wow. that one. That, uh. and he's like, you need, you need to respect that I'm going to go out and do stuff and not violate you. I don't know if I disagree with that. Don, just, you're making a face. It's just fun to hear that play out on the light rail. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I just think, just dump him. You know? If somebody talks to you like that, see Yeah, him. but you don't know what a pain in the ass she might be. That's true, but if she if that I'm not blaming him, I'm just saying that's not the right kind of guy for you then. You need to find somebody who will follow line and follow your lead and do what you say to do. I'm not that type of person, but she apparently is. So she just needs to match herself with somebody else cuz that's never going to work out. I mean, doesn't he get I any wish points? I could tell him right now. Doesn't he get any points for condescendingly calling her babe? Yeah, he does. <laughs> babe. I, uh, you know what? I'm, this is a little bit off the beaten track, but w my wife and I were in Target about, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, and this couple walked by, and the guy was kind of, and I hate to make this generalization, but he had the long hair, and he, he had that look, that kind of look, just you could tell he was annoying as hell. And she said something about something on the shelf, and he said, yeah, okay, that's great. You can have that opinion. And then oh. they kept walking, and I heard her answer basically saying, bleep you, pal. <laughs> and and he, was, he was totally serious oh when he said gosh. it. So that's now become a catchphrase in our house. Yeah, yeah, you, you can have that opinion. You can have that opinion. <laughs> uh, you were talking about noisy, or we mentioned noisy phone calls. I used to work with a guy there in the building uh, oh. whose, whose wife would call. Every afternoon about 4 or 5 o'clock, and she was always busy doing one thing when she called. She's canning apricots alone. <laughs> no. And no. she was being very loud, and he would hold the phone out so I could hear. Wow. Uh, Is this someone I know in the building, too? 
Is is he still here? No. <laughs> Good. No. No. Huh. But, How interesting. Uh, I guess they were happily married, but they lived. Uh, I guess they call it the lifestyle. Did would she have minded if you heard it? No, I think she appreciated it. Oh, so she knew. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, would this this is like this should be a a video that you watch before you wor- go to work somewhere. What are those called? <laughs> Sexual harassment videos. I mean, that would be definitely <laughs> like if somebody does this to you. Let's just pretend that. Jimmy called his wife April, and she's canning apricots. And for the record... What would you do? For the record, Kenny was talking about working at a different place, not this one. No, I was talking about that place. I'm trying to protect (laughs) your job, Kenny. Why would he I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. He was just the innocent bystander. I was was just sitting there. He was saying he had to be... Do we really think that Kenny didn't enjoy this? It doesn't matter. He's not the one that committed the act. He's just the bystander. Right. right. He did nothing wrong. Uh, yeah, and I, I have to admit, I wasn't offended in any way. And I, at one point, I asked if he had any video. Oh. Um, but evidently, <laughs> gross. Evidently, I, gross. I was not provided yeah. with the video. But I, I think I was at one point given an invite. Um, and and yeah. I yeah. politely declined that invite. An invite. To, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll share something also. I was in a band once where there was a big fan, a guy, and his wife was a big fan also. Oh, a so couple, you were the star. Let's be a clear. couple, per, no, a couple perhaps 45 or 50 years old and, and good looking. They weren't, you know, horrible looking. Either, but, but the wife enjoyed, um, she enjoyed uh, showing, the, showing, the off, showing, showing herself off. So we an would, exhibitionist. We would, we would play it. Yes, thank you. We'd play a gig, and, and you know, we're walking out in the parking lot. We'd, All right, fellas, we'll see you next Friday or whatever. <laughs> see you at rehearsal. And the guy would call us over to the car, and there, you know what I'm saying. Oh car. no, she's I don't. going to town. Oh really? Well, that's one way to put it. I oh, guess. God. Right. Oh God. Oh God. I thought you just mean flash her boobs. And we'd all be horrified, of course, and, and go. Horrified. Okay, we'll we'll see you next week. <laughs> Well, I don't want to stand in the parking lot. Were of there a, any uh, inv- bar and were there any invitations uh, uh, issued? I, what kind of upholstery? There, there never was, but I'm wondering <laughs> if perhaps they uh, they were hoping we might. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the other fellows might invite themselves. Yeah. If, if you'll if yeah. you'll excuse the, that expression. Yeah. Uh, so no, but none of us uh, ever did. In fact, we were all. I mean, we were all too shy and horrified. And this yeah. was in the days Good. before uh, cellular uh, cam camera phone things. No, this uh, this was. Uh, Wait, let me get my flip week. phone out. <laughs> last 15, 20, week. Yeah, last week. Fifteen, twenty years ago, maybe. Were there cell phones then? I don't. I don't have any idea. I never. Uh, it never occurred to me to grab my cell phone and do anything if it, if they were. They, they were just started, but not. Yeah. I don't think video. We just yeah. had like digital cameras that yeah. we would tote around. Yeah, or maybe if you did have video, it was when, very granular when, and crappy, or grainy and crappy. Thing, when these things happened, we would all just uh, quickly walk away. There was not uh, sure you did not any indication. That, I don't think uh, John would do something like that. I don't think yeah, he would hang you. around. Now Kenny, on the other hand, <laughs> I was debating. And look at him. He's uh, thinking about it. <laughs> I was no. I was debating on whether or not I tell the story or not. Um, yeah. Well, you have to now. Yeah, now it's out there. So, John, you know this story, and uh, Ross and Don, I don't know if I've told this or not, but the station was having an event for Tom Mischke. I think it was a CD release party. Yes. Where was that at, uh, John? I was at O'Gara's in the back room there, the garage. In the back room. O'Gara's garage. And the place was crowded, jam-packed. And uh, I walked... It doesn't exist anymore because of the pandemic, right? I liked that place. No, Um, it closed before. He sold before the pandemic. And they built built an apartment building there. Ah! So uh, the place is packed. I walk in... Apartment buildings are ruining everything! I hate it! They're going up everywhere. (laughs) Go ahead, Kenny. They are, by the way. Uh, I was just in (laughs) Minneapolis, and I was very upset by all the three stories I saw everywhere. Uh, Anyway... Uh, I walk in, and a very, 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 very intoxicated employee of the station comes stumbling up and said, Ah, girl, you're the one to meet you. And this chick comes Wait, up. Wait, set the stage again. Where are we? Back room, Bagheera's. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. CD sold, out, sold out room, okay, jam-packed, right. okay. drunk okay. employee, introduces me to another drunk uh, listener 
who's uh, <laughs> evidently always wanted to meet me. She comes oh, up to me, no. and uh, her tongue goes right into my mouth instantly. Ah! Before I even had a chance to even say, hi, how you doing? Thanks for coming out. (laughs) Boom, right there, just on. And so uh, I eventually got her pushed away. And um, she turns and says, I'd like you to meet my husband. And he was standing right there with her. What is (laughs) up with this? What What are all these people coming from? They invited me over to their hot tub, which... I politely declined also. Was this uh, that same guy that we interviewed who was in the polyamorous relationship? Did you have an encounter with him? No, but he was okay with this. He he would have been he would have been okay with this. Although yeah. he did confide in me if he's the aggressor in these situations, she gets jealous. But they were both very very intoxicated and it just seemed like this is this marriage could be over before the sun comes up. I actually <laughs> the last song. I actually want to spin yeah. this <laughs> spin this back to where this started. Dawn just said song, and you said Memphis was one of the rudest towns oh. in, in in the country. Yeah. How could anybody be rude to Mark Cohn when he was walking in Memphis? <laughs> oh, oh boy, went a long yeah. way walking back around. Really, really did. Memphis. <laughs> I think this might be more common, though, than we think. Uh, I, When I was in Bismarck I, playing in a band, I stopped at a Taco Bell after a gig. Taco Bell? And Taco probably Bell. 2.30 in the morning. Uh, it was probably 1, 1.30. Sure. And a fellow walked up to me and said, the big hotel in Mandan, of course, is the Lewis and Clark Hotel. And he said, hey, very quietly under his breath, kind of, you want to you come up to the Lewis and Clark Hotel, my... my uh, my my girl's there, and you know you could, uh, you know, and I, I just I went, a Taco Bell, just standing there. Yeah, he said, just go to Lewis Clark. He told me a room and everything, and I I went. You know, I thought to myself, I can see myself getting you know knocked over the head and yeah. stealing all my money. So I just said, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. Got my food and went home. But I think this thing is maybe a little more common than we're uh, we're oh. leading on to. But how common. can how can your mind not immediately jump to this isn't going to end well? Right. Well, oh, mine did, yeah. Like, Isn't that the first thought you always have? Yes. <sighs> yeah, I, I think what you encountered, John, was an absolute setup. You would have been a step yeah. into that door, and they would have hit you over the head with a frying pan and mm. stolen your two tacos and the four fifty yeah. that was left in your <laughs> wallet. Don't they steal the tacos? They they steal kidneys too, right? And livers or <laughs> That's right. they which is something bathtub. they do yeah. bathtub surgery. Ice bathtub, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Pour some Everclear down your throat. Hey, Kenny, can I ask you a question? No. What is a dentist's favorite time? (laughs) Oh, God. Honest to God, Ross. 2.30. The most polite U.S. cities, according to residents. Now, we we know the rude ones. It was, what, Philly, Memphis, and New York. Uh, The most polite include Austin, Texas, San Diego, and Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, hmm. Fort Worth, Ross, you were very, very close to Fort Worth, were you not, uh, in the last two weeks? Yeah, Dallas, Fort Worth, that's what they always call it, right? Yeah, and you actually, unlike uh, John Height, you actually went down to Dealey Plaza and looked around and (laughs) saw with your own eyes that there was no way Lee Harvey Oswald could make that shot all on his own by himself. 100%. 100%. That second shooter could have been at multiple Mm -hmm. locations. Not could have been, was was at multiple locations. You people are goofy. Oh, well, I I lived there for five years, and I actually delivered. um, I was like a courier. At yeah. the time, yeah. in yeah. between my Gatorade job and my radio job, and I had to deliver, um, uh, I don't know what I delivered down there, but it was across from the... Uh, Drugs? No. Um, I worked for a company that did blueprints for contractors. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. so they would print big things like that, or like pages of magazines and things like that, and so I delivered every day... To across the street from the window, the from the book depository. From the book depository. Book depository yeah. Uh, all kidding aside, I'm glad I went. It's such a, uh, I don't know what the correct word is, but interesting place to be in U.S. history. So mm-hmm. kind of cool to to stand there at such a, um, I guess historic, but also very somber site. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it really is. If you think about 
what happened there or didn't happen there. It's not Very, like people lay around on the lawn or anything. No, but, but uh, pretty I mean, much... There are a few people, but it does. it's not like swarming with yeah, people. Pretty much everybody that's down there is doing the same thing I am, kind of walking yeah. around, looking at it, Curse. going, oh, yeah, that's where the... Do we uh, do we still have the Bob Grodens of America selling their books on the corners and that kind of there, stuff about there, the assassination? There was a guy. Uh, he showed up in some of my pictures. I didn't quite get close enough to him to see what he was selling, but it actually looked like he was selling tchotchkes. Tchotchkes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So. Yikes. Oh no! Any, I any, could make any some who. comments about what they were, but I'm not going no, to. No, please don't. I think we're all <laughs> thinking the same thing. <laughs> so I, I sent out a text earlier on uh, Cra- the Krabby account saying we we're going to talk about you know Krabby cities in Philly, oh, etc. Oh yeah, let's let's. I, I, got, more. I, I got a uh, I got a text from Angie, um, my buddy Angie, my my. Uh, what is she the fan president club member or something (laughs) something and she reminded me of the time the eagles fans remember they were eagles were just in town for a super bowl were they not yes they were and all the all the eagles fans ended up going to the eagle bar which is on Washington Avenue. Yeah. Don, do you know the Eagle? I know. Yes, I do. It's a leather. It's a gay leather bar, yeah. basically. Which uh, used to be the Mill City Inn, which was the quietest bar in downtown Minneapolis. You could always go there at closing time, find a space right mm-hmm. at the bar, and drink your woes away for the next hour or so until they, they uh, threw us out. Uh, they did the smart thing and sold out, and the place has been jam-packed yeah. ever since. Uh, but that was a pretty fun thing to do to the most uh, rude fans on the planet. <laughs> the, the Philly fans send them to a, a leather gay bar. The Eagles fans, <laughs> though, I want to give them credit, because the year that they went to that Super Bowl here in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. two weeks prior they had beaten the Vikings in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. So the Vikings went to Philly, and one thing that Vikings fans did is they decked out Rocky in Vikings paraphernalia, which is not a good thing to do. So they decked him out in, like, a Vikings hat, jersey, and, of course, that didn't come back to haunt. But where I give Eagles fans a ton of credit, I really do believe this is one of the greatest troll jobs in the history of sports. So the Vikings do the skull chant, which I can't stand. You know, skull, skull, which every news station, including... Not including ours because Channel Five is fantastic, but everybody beats into like they'll go to like senior citizen homes and and the all the ninety five year olds will be doing the skull chant when the Vikings are winning. Right? It's just it's the dumbest it's the dumbest thing ever. But the Eagles the Eagles in that NFC Championship game when they were pasting the Vikings and at US Bank Stadium they turned the skull chant into the Foles chant. Their quarterback oh, was Nick Foles, cool. so yeah. as they're running it up on the Vikings, oh. and in the Viking Stadium, instead of Skull, they're all sitting there going, Foles, Foles, That's Foles. Beautiful. That's it's great. such a beautiful. It's such a great troll, a troll job. The, uh, well, you know, Philadelphia, you know, speaking of rude Philadelphians, remember... They are the fans that booed and threw snowballs at Santa Claus yes. at a football game <laughs> because the team was so bad. So the team the team started booing because they yeah. wanted a draft pick, but they won. So they're screwing up their draft pick. And then they said, all right, let's have a rousing welcome for Santa Claus. The fans started <laughs> booing all over again, throwing snowballs at Santa. They that also, was back in the late 60s. They also least. save up all their old batteries and throw them. Yeah, yeah. I when that I worked hurts. You get hit with a battery? I mean honestly Ouch. they do. It's I've been to a game before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was at a Twins Yankees game where fans were throwing hot dogs and batteries at former Twins second baseman Chuck Knobloch. Yeah. Uh when oh. I worked in South Dakota, Kenny, one thing South Dakota prided themselves on, specifically Sioux Falls, every year a survey would come out and in the sur- the survey was on the most polite drivers. And Sioux Falls always wound up in like the top three and they were always they polite that, drivers yeah they took that as such a point of pride and it was so true because if you ever got to a four-way stop in sioux falls south no dakota would nobody would go <laughs> oh south <laughs> minneapolis drives me crazy they would all just like inch nope you go then somebody else would go a foot there's no, you go ross there's been times when i've been so po'd at people that clearly have the right of way over me yeah. that i will put the vehicle in park and i will cross my arms across <laughs> my chest and nope. just shake my head no. It's like, no, it, no, you go, you idiot. It's your turn. I always love the people that beat you there, come to the complete stop, and then they, like, wave you to go That's through. That's South Minneapolis. Yeah. 
That drives me insane. Why? Why do people do that? You were there first. Go. Yeah, they don't want to deal. They don't want to exactly. They don't want to deal with the. Uh... Here's some of the most rude behaviors in the United States: uh, being absorbed by the phone in public, not yeah. letting people merge in traffic. Oh, we could do a show on that. Uh-huh. Not slowing down around pedestrians, being noisy in public, not acknowledging strangers. Why is that a rude behavior? Why do I have to acknowledge every mouth breather that comes walking down the avenue? <laughs> the avenue. Uh, closed off body language. I'm getting that from you right now, McLean. I'm getting the closed off body I'm language. Cold, that's all. Arms crossed in front of I'm your just chest. Cold. Looking at the clock, wondering when this will be over. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Not respecting personal space, being rude to service staff. Oh, that one drives that's me annoying. crazy. Yes. That drives. Uh, you will get a bigger tip from me when the idiot at the other table is scolding you in public, <laughs> because I will make up for that ass wipes uh, behavior. Uh, who shows the most rudeness, locals or non-locals? Some of the locals mm. think that it's uh, non-locals rolling into their town uh, and being rude on the weekends, and we see that a lot out in the country. And the country folk feel uh, that the city folk are always the most rudest people on the planet. Uh, Top cities with ruder locals, Philly, Boston, Memphis, Detroit, and New York. New York at the bottom of the list there. That's hard to believe. Yeah. I mean, do you walk down, you don't walk down the street acknowledging every moron that comes your way, do you, Good day, sir. No. Yeah. (laughs) No. And you're about to travel overseas, so you are going to be an ugly American. Are I you know. gonna? Oh, are no. you gonna be able to pull that off? <laughs> oh, I don't. I'm not doing that. I think I do greet everybody. <laughs> I think I do. I do um, when I'm in the country and I'm driving. Just yeah. I, I wave oh, at everyone. Oh, the country wave. Yeah, I oh. do. I like it. It's you well, know around different. my house. That's <laughs> yeah, like that's I wave different. at everybody. I I do no. think though when I go for my old man walks every night and I see other people walking, I think I at least give them the courtesy wave. Really? Once yeah, I turn I onto I my do. street, oh, yeah. I wave at people. How do you <laughs> like wave? in Woodbury. <laughs> Only on your hand, street, though? Yeah. Hand, I, I don't hand know up in the people. air or hand, hey. on, hand on the wheel, two fingers up, one finger up? How do you um, do it? I do because a the, full, like, I'm on a parade float wave. Oh, <laughs> I brought wow. this. I brought this up on, on my talk when they were gracious enough to have me in in the morning. How do you guys feel about the courtesy wave? If you let somebody in merging or you merge in in front of somebody, this, how so do you feel see, about the courtesy wave? I, I think it's nice to do that. I, I courtesy wave every time. In too. fact, I think one of the biggest issues with our society today is that we have lost our way with the courtesy wave. I think so, too. I, I don't disagree. I, I kind of get PO'd when I don't get the courtesy. Oh, wave. me too. Somebody lets me in, I wave every time. But if I don't, I've been known to floor it and then rear end them and push them off into the <laughs> ditch where they die in a fiery wreck. Oh my gosh, maybe it's just well, their radiator. Can we, can we avoid fiery wrecks today, please? <laughs> what about you guys out on the highway? Do you uh, give the uh, semi the courtesy flash of the lights, telling yes. them they can pull out into your I, lane? Are I they're just clear? told my boyfriend that that was a thing. I'm like, flash your lights at him so he knows he can get over. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah really? that's a signal to them. Yeah. Flash your lights at them. Yeah, uh, he didn't know. How old is he? He's my age. I mean, he's wow. He's approaching. Huh. He's 50. that old. Yeah, and he do- <laughs> he, he doesn't, doesn't know. know that. Sorry, so Don. No. Careful! Sorry. I don't think she's interested in taking any of your s today, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe because I drove a big truck, and my yeah. dad drove a bus. Yeah. Like you want to know yeah. if you're because your blind spot, you can't see if somebody's right behind you. So, so if somebody does that, it's such a relief. Like, great, I can get over. So how about these steering wheel holders these days driving these semis that you're giving them the flash, the flash, the flash, and they don't merge over? They, yeah. And their light, their blinkers on. Yeah, well, yeah. I and then you go around them. Then you finally get up next to them, and they're holding a phone right up to their face, <gasps> weaving all over the freeway. Oh my, I've never. I don't really. I have my eyes on the road, so I don't really look up and see what they're doing. But that's hideous. I can't even imagine. Occasionally, I'll go by them and I'll still do the, you know, give me this. I want to hear you that horn. You want the honk? Yeah, oh I want the Oh, my God. Honk. What are you, six? Well, you think, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Well, I was I was mansplained what that meant uh, just the other day. What? And uh, she told me, and I said, "Wait, do that again." This thing where you ask them to honk their semi-horn you know you put your arm up and pull down and uh she goes yeah everybody knows it and she does it again i said knows that what's that and she explained i had her explain it to me like four or five times before she realized she was getting played (laughs) oh my god who the hell doesn't know that (laughs) everybody that's the everybody as a kid learns that right yeah that's Uh true you get the semi to honk at them yeah, <laughs> I got I got it mansplained to me the other day. Uh, DK Mags threw open the doors at 10 a.m. this morning uh, at the brick and mortar store, Old Eight, New Brighton. Uh, you've, they've got another location too up in Monticello, Highway 25 south of 94 in Monticello. On the web, dkmags.com. And really, what else do you need to know? I can tell you, the staff at both locations—they're honest, down-to-earth people of GLer types. Uh, they're going to treat you right, whether this is your first firearms or accessories purchase or you do this weekly, you're going to get the same treatment. I know that firsthand. Uh, you can also buy in-store or through the online catalog. I've also done both of that. Very convenient, super easy. Uh, accessories, they've got a lot of them. A great place to pick up gifts for your friends, your loved ones, or even yourself. Give them a shot. Try them out. DK Mags in New Brighton and Monticello Pawn and Gun, a couple of wonderful shops run by GLers for GLers. That's all I got. I didn't really bring a lot to the table today. Um, Well, Ross gave us a whole bunch of stories that I printed out. There's one thing here, though, This and this um, includes you. Um, Thanks, Don. When you say you, who do you mean? There are three of us here. You. (laughs) Since you are traveling abroad, I do have some tips for you. Oh, okay. Uh, Tipping. You need to be really, really careful who and where you tip because there are some countries that think tipping is rude. Yeah, most you don't tip in Europe. I'll give a couple of bucks, Yeah, but you don't have to do this 15, 20%. Okay. Why? They just, they don't do it. They're getting paid enough? I guess so. Uh, It's not necessary, they say. Having your hands in your pockets, that is Hmm. rude for some countries. Okay. Using hand (laughs) gestures such as thumbs up, fingers crossed, bullhorns, putting up a palm, or beckoning with your hand, all considered, yeah, rude. (laughs) I'm doing all of them. What is yeah. bullhorns? <laughs> like actually using a bull? Oh, bullhorns. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I get it. I For some reason, my head went to like a blowhorn. <laughs> my <laughs> like, God. Well, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, who's doing that? <laughs> Altering or not finishing a meal. Altering? Oh, yeah. You can't be like, listen, can you leave the cilantro out of that? Because it tastes like soap to oh, me. And I then gotcha. I would like, yeah, I don't like cheese. So you have to eat that crap? I would say figure out, just get something else on the menu. Yeah, order something you'll eat. Leaving shoes on indoors. Right. Here's another one. I don't wear my shoes inside anyone's house. Uh, Blonde hair anywhere in France. I guess that's really, really bad to have blonde hair in France. Okay, well, I'm not going there, so. Uh, Women cannot wear shorts in Germany, so. (laughs) I'm not going to Germany either. Um. London. Uh, um, nope. Um, oh God, where are you? Are going? you making Spain. stuff up? Yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, Spain. Just Spain. Spain. Order in the court. Order in the court. I have this little pencil that's a gavel, and I'm going to use it from now on. See, it has two erasers. Alexis got it for me at the state fair. No, no. Order in the court. Boy, this reminds me of another guy that runs a show that really, has a gavel really does. and really uses does. it all the time. Oh, the does? fake, the fake mirror. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's got. A, he's has a real gavel, Don. Oh a my real, gosh, yeah. I love. He, it's my gavel, buddy. I just have a little pencil. Why don't you go show your? That this will sound. That almost sounded bad. Show, show my gavel. Show your gavel. You guys can compare gavels on the yeah, way out the door. I, clearly, mine's smaller. Sushri did the. <laughs> typical old man thing last day of the fair he got there and couldn't find his gavel anywhere he had everybody in the building tearing the building apart <gasps> looking Aww. for his gavel and it's i was out prop. I, yeah i was out front with him and i said uh it's in your bag and he goes no i checked in your bag i said a hundred dollars it's in your bag three seconds later he pulled it out of his bag <laughs> and he looked at you over his glasses. Did like, he? That's what he does to me every time. Did he pay out the one hundred dollars? 
No, he never does. Oh, okay. Oh, well, he it, didn't say okay. He didn't agree. If he did, I have some car repair to pay for. So maybe I'll <laughs> squeeze What's a few hundred bucks. Yeah, well, set fire to Ross's car in the let's, parking uh, lot. Let's wrap this up where we began. What was the uh, diagnosis? Well, what did the mechanics say? Yeah, what he say? The hose, def- she, the hose definitely does need to be replaced. And then they'll do a quick diagnostics to make sure nothing else got fried. Meanwhile... Oh, yeah, and then there's also a loose tie rod they want to adjust. So, of course. Yeah. Y- you might want to just go car shopping, Ross. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, have you paid off I, this car? I you need, don't have a car payment? I need to ride that car into the ground for other financial commitments. Yeah, so. I get it. You totally get it. Well, this will be your life then. Every other week, you'll be putting another thousand dollars into this piece of crap. I know. No, I won't. Wells Fargo will, and I'll pay them back in twenty thirty six. By the way, we need to. Uh, since you're leaving town for a couple of weeks, McLean, we need yeah. to get that car fixed while you're gone. What are we going to do about this? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, if we had a sponsor that was like a, a body shop, that'd be great. <laughs> <clears throat> Who do we know? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't um, know. We got one for you. You do? Okay. It's it's actually something um, your uh, MC could do. He's doing it. Let's be real. Yeah. He already looked it up. It's $36 on Amazon. He's going to get one and put it in. He totally is capable of that. He was a fireman. Okay. So, so I, I don't know what that means. They're qualified to fix cars. <laughs> they can. I mean, you know, he knows how to do stuff. I met God. MC this yeah. past weekend. Seemed yeah. like a very nice chap. He's really nice. Really funny. And you're going to be gone the next two weeks. I am. I'm going to be gone until the 26th. And then we have project down in dirty yeah let me let so me, i don't know if i'll be doing let the me project. amplify that yeah sure i guess i'll do it too if we're all doing it mm-hmm. <laughs> screenshot this have a have a good time Dawn. Yeah. uh-huh this is my message Sorry. to you and your loved ones what? come on man kenny do you want your music let's get out of here yeah you got 15 <laughs> seconds all right thank you for listening i have no idea what we talked about or why um i just know Dawn won't be here for the next two weeks so i don't know if john and i'll be here truth be told come on just do it eh, kind of losing <gasps> interest thanks for listening in. to news from the crabby <laughs> coffee shop new episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts I'm always Cindy's older sister, or Marsha's younger sister. I'm always in the middle. And being in the middle is like being invisible.